0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Auburn Undercover Podcast. I'm Brenda Marcello, sitting across from Michael Nizelik on this midweek edition of the podcast. Brought to you by WeHaveDonuts.com D-O-U-G-H-Nuts.com Check them out. Amazing donuts. Gourmet donuts. Located in Birmingham. And they also deliver to Prevail Union Coffee Shops in Auburn and Montgomery. Uh... Michael, we're recording this on a late Wednesday night. Yet another (laughs) story broke about Auburn off the field uh, or off the court or off the playing surface uh, from ESPN, written by three reporters. And I'm chuckling because it just never ends, everybody. And uh, this one, stay with me here, alleges that... One well, all right, all right, alleges that a tutor took a final exam for a football player. Then, when you read the story, you find out this football player was on the 2015 roster and actually had not was not with the football team when this occurred. He returned to school to finish his degree, and that's when this allegation apparently happened of him having a final exam taken for him online by a tutor. This was discovered in February of this year. The player was not with the team at the time, but the headline makes it seem like he was with the team either way.
1: How far down into the story does it say that he's not on the team?
0: I, that's the other thing. It doesn't make it even clear that that's an issue. Um,
1: Look, I have a lot of issues with this, this story.
0: Is, and Number one, they got something wrong right in the lead and throughout the story. Let's start with that. They said the player was on the 2016 team. Originally. This Originally, is when the story in the posted,
1: posted around 4 so o'clock. Yeah, through. a
0: little bit after 4.30. And then they go and change it to 2015 without telling anybody, tweeting out a correction, or even adding a notation or an editor's note that... Uh, ESPN.com incorrectly reported the date of the player's uh, time with the football program,
1: which is a now. Listen, this, that's a big deal because in the journalism
0: world, yes, very much so.
1: But not even that. Be, when your story is about one player and you get the year he was on the team wrong, that seems to be one of the few facts that you should have right. Right? You would think right, straightforward, right? Like that's not because it's in the like you. You mentioned we were talking off uh, off uh, Mike. Uh, before we record this, it's in the lead. It's in the first sentence that the 2015 team, and it said 2016 originally. Correct.
0: It said 2016 originally. So it was a stealth
1: edit, which is a dirty trick to try to pull when it's yes. a fact in a story. You can't do that.
0: Uh, they also, I've noticed in the story right now, they changed the timestamp on it. It was posted a little bit after 4:30. Now it's saying 6:18 PM.
1: So it, it was, edited. it was doesn't say
0: edited. it was updated. Right. It just says six. eight. anyway, I have a lot of issues with this story. Number one, if, if if something like this happened, and I, my my point of the this whole story, one, it's it's this isn't stuff that ESPN dug up. This is something that was brought to ESPN's attention by a source. Okay, uh, there are people over the last several years that have been trying to mount evidence to make it look like things are not being overlooked in the athletics department in an effort to get Jay Jacobs fired. This is one of those efforts, in my opinion, and based off what I've been told. Now, having said that, the story's pretty weak, not only because it just said There's a lot of wordplay here of ways of writing your ways around things and make it sound stronger than it really is. Number one at least one football, player. Well, that's player. the problem.
1: It says, but it says that in the headline, it says that in the second paragraph as well. And there's no sort of, this is a symptom of something. There's no sort of connecting it to anything. This, yeah, this, this is a symptom of an epidemic. This is a systematic issue that they had with other tutors, or this tutor worked with other students. There's no mention of that. And so to say at least one student hints that there, when you say at least one, you're saying there's probably more or we can't rule out more. And to say that with nothing in the story to back that up is sort of, uh, especially on an ESPN level, is kind of surprising that that would pass the the, uh, editing suite.
0: Now, the other issue I have with this story, every person cited is anonymous. Everyone, including the lawyer representing one of these people, which, by the way, the lawyer... As for anonymity. Michael, have you ever heard of a lawyer wanting to be anonymous?
1: No, it's all very strange. And then the other thing that you look at, so I'm, I'm trying to look up the word count. So this is a 1,600-word story. 1,600 words. Way too damn long. And most of it is lo- a laundry list of everything that's gone wrong with the program and what J.J. Kassner has done, which is about like half the story, uh, that's not really germane to um what this is this is a you know a rogue even if it's you know if it's true if the allegations are true a tutor did something by himself to help a student there's no allegations there's no specific allegations that jay jacobs or gus melzone or anybody in the football program was connected and tried to push this and tried to make somebody um and so that's it may you include all that stuff at the bottom and you say, wow, that all must be connected. You know, for somebody that's just sort of reading it for the first time or, you know, stumbles across it. Because now this is on as we're talking about this at 11 o'clock. This is on the ESPN main page. This is on their front front page. Yeah. So this is for this is a you bit. Know, that's a big deal.
0: I am going to I'm going um, to tell you this. All right. This all every all of this started. God, we sound like fanboys, but I'm going to tell you something. A lot of this is just weak crap. I mean, you got to come stronger. With a stronger story, well, get some I mean, it's, people on the not, record with their names.
1: I think it's more for a major. You kind of they're hold trying. It
0: your, they're trying to connect dots. You
1: hold it to your journalistic standards that you would report on. And right, how you would approach a story, um, and this doesn't pass muster. And the what, the thing trust is, me,
0: I've I've looked into things at Auburn before. I worked on one story for five months, thought I had it dead to rights, and I didn't. And so we wrote a completely different story. Right. Um, I wasn't going to go. Well, it could be this or that. If I can prove something, I can prove it. If not, I can't. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Well, but then the other thing is, as written right now, it's all it is is an academic issue with one student. It's not a. Yeah. There's no pe- for a former player to cheat on a test. There's no penalty for a football program. There's nothing that could come back on them. The, it could hurt their APR if that person doesn't graduate. But that's the bottom. I mean, that's really the right. only thing that could happen. And the there, tutor's been removed correct I mean I, the that, tutor that's, and the mentor
0: yeah. are no longer there apparently um, the the issue though the meat of the story I think within this is that there seems to be a back and forth between ESPN and Auburn
1: a line of communication about yeah.
0: yeah about the communication not exactly lining up and this lawyer who requests anonymity passing along an email saying that one of these two people were placed on administrative leave as they looked into these allegations. Meanwhile, Auburn was saying that the person left for other reasons or whatever, and that wasn't the case. So, again, Auburn's kind of caught, like they were at the softball investigation, in this weird thing where they say one thing, but actually they are saying another, apparently. Uh, That's an issue with communication. Um, And kind of goes along the lines, and if you want to connect the dots, to just an athletics department that just seemingly just can't get their ducks in a row when it comes to a message. Um, which reflects poorly on whoever runs the department. That's Jay Jacobs. Now, I don't know how many words out of the 1600 it is, as you were just speaking of, but almost half the story, as you said, is just looking back at these past events. It even mentioned Sonny Galloway getting fired Which a has lawsuit. nothing to do with anything. It has anything.
1: nothing to do with anything. He was fired for, I mean, there was no sort of...
0: <laughs> but what they're doing is they're connecting the dots of Here's another thing in the domino of right. things well, they're, they're that not will lead to Jay Jacobs' downfall. The,
1: they're trying to create the dots that people need to connect. They're yeah. trying to lay it out for the people right. in, a, in a sort of a narrative that doesn't really fit.
0: And the peop- they, they keep saying this is an outside-of-lines investigation. Or not investigation, but this is an outside lines story. Now, uh, ESPN was on campus to follow the softball team this past spring, right? Yeah. And that's when they started finding out this stuff about uh, Casey Myers and the sexual misconduct allegations, and it led to more things. So, obviously, ESPN has started digging more into things. They got to know some people. There are people who want Jay Jacobs removed as athletics director, which it's going to happen, folks. Um, But more and more stories like this, small, big, medium, large, venti, tall, Mm whatever— you want to call it, they're going to keep coming out until Jay Jacobs is fired or resigns. I think that that's pretty clear because people that are fed up with him are going to keep finding little things or they hear things and they're going to feed it to news outlets and mostly the ones that are the bigger ones that will get more national play. And that's what happened here. And I could tell you right now, I didn't know about this, but I know that uh, based on conversations I've had after this story came out that whoever this was went to other publications as well. And ESPN, uh, bit on it and was able and felt comfortable to go with what they had. Despite every single source being anonymous, they're not even mentioning who the mentor is. They're not mentioning who the tutor is. They're not mentioning who this lawyer is for one of the people. Um, There's no names in this other than Jay Jacobs and the name of the law firm that Auburn has hired to look into this. Now, Mark Schlabaugh, whose name is first on the byline, he pointed out on Twitter that the news here is that Auburn has launched an investigation into its academic program for athletics. But you read their own story. Auburn says they found nothing of the sort wrong with this player, this former player. Um, even the president, Stephen Leith, who ESPN makes a point to say outside the lines alerted, uh, Stephen Leith, the president brought the allegation to the attention of president Stephen Leith this week. And in a statement issued Wednesday, he said, quote, I take the allegation very seriously while the independent investigation by this law firm has found no evidence to support the claims. I'm actively engaged as the investigation continues, unquote. Number one, they, they're <laughs> this law firm is investigating three separate things right now. They're still apparently looking into softball, they're obviously looking into this basketball situation with Chuck Person and the two alleged players and their families. And now they're looking into this with this academic issue. Um, they busy, very busy. Um, and Stephen Leith. The president continues to kind of sit back and just go, Here's what we know. It's all I've got. Um, this is all, as I said, even even the way this story ends with all these other things that have happened over the last two, three years. It's a case against Jay Jacobs. At some point, Jay Jacobs has got to just resign. Or he's going to be forced out. It's one of those things are going to happen between well, now and but, June. Well, but I mean,
1: he could step down and say that it had nothing to do with all this at some. Point. I, I know that, that's... but that
0: here's the thing: that is the only way stories like this stop coming out. Is what I'm, but my belief, I because I believe people are going to the press with this type of stuff because they want Jay Jacobs out. On the other
1: hand, it gives you know there are there are people that still support him, and I think some. like him. Um, and this gives, I think. It's sort of the almost parallels kind of the political stuff where it's lights yeah. the fire on the other side where you see a witch hunt. Or if you read the story, and to be honest, I mean, I could see how EJ spins this. Look, they bury the idea that this is a former student a full quarter down of the way through. Mm-hmm. Like this is not what the, this story is not what it purports to be. There are be. a lot of things wrong with this story, and um, and he could say, "Look, there, there's somebody's after me." And this is this is you know, I've made mistakes. I think you have to acknowledge that with the baseball, I mean, um, softball and uh, basketball program, and you know, some of those things that happen on his watch. But like this isn't one of them, and secondary violations and some ac- academic things happen all the time at schools. Like this isn't sort of a. Um,
0: Not to say it's right, but yeah, you're right. No, I
1: mean, but this isn't sort of, I mean, if you called for the head of every athletic director that had somebody cheated on a test of, you know, athlete, nobody would be hired. There'd be no athletic directors.
0: But here's the other thing. It wasn't a football player playing on the team. It was a
1: former, right. right, But I'm saying even if you did did current players, but this is is a former player. So weird. And so it's an academic scandal that literally the punishment is that person would have to take a failing grade in the course and retake it, essentially.
0: Right it's uh oh, man
1: and it tied to put the title as a, it's an academic like a probe. what is it on the front page it's a probe let's see what it says auburn academic fraud claim probed i think that's a that's 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 not <laughs> that's,
0: that's a little auburn, sp- auburn hired the law firm it always hires to look into it once they got this uh, but, they, Taylor but Taylor. They,
1: a specific incident that's not really what they're purporting it to be like there's no academic fraud. A a kid cheated on a test, allegedly. Here's what That's I'll say. That's not academic fraud on a, on a larger scale. If
0: I was the editor and the story was presented to me as it was, I would have said, get names and come back to me because what you have for me right now. Well, you probably is say, get the date and right first. Number one, that too. And then also. <laughs> what year tell was this me, player on the team? Is this one isolated incident or is this systematic as you said of something else i need to know the bigger picture here and for espn it's bigger picture is here's another thing that happened at auburn that's their their way of seeing
1: Well, i added it's 750 words on other stuff
0: so yeah like i said nearly half the story is that that's is silly that's a lot
1: that's a lot. For a story of that's supposed to be because you could really wrap it up in two. sets. the basketball team outside teams, the line. You know, story. it uh, you, you know Lightfoot's obviously part of the story. You could, you could say Lightfoot's currently employed to investigate yeah. this this and then that's it. Seven hundred fifty words and bringing Sonny Galloway into it and all that other stuff and this that and the other yeah. and the to cite that the the Auburn Plainsman wrote the editorial that J Jacobs to be fired. Right. How that has to do with what this story is? I have no nothing. idea. There's nothing. That is that. that is completely sort of. I mean, cause Jay Jacobs isn't even tied to the, I mean, look, it happened in the athletic department, I guess, cause it's a football player, but I mean, it's as if a student cheated and so Stephen Leaf should be, uh, you know, a regular student in the business department should be, it should be at his watch or something like that. That's not really fair to, uh, to him. If it's a rogue mentor, I mean, what are you, what are you going to do?
0: Mark Schleyball's weird. Um, here's one tweet. I'm looking at his Twitter right now. I'm being serious. Like, come on, you're a journalist. Someone tweets at him, is it safe to say that it was the, this was the on, that was the only player, and he responds with question mark.
1: That's, that's what the that's, hell is that? That's not, you can't do that as a journalist. Really? You have to, you have to, um, oh my God! Be more professional than that. These are kids. I mean, because you're painting with a broad brush, you're trying to taint a whole athletics department. That seems as a journalist, you're making the story, you're not uh, reporting on it.
0: I don't, I don't get any. And also, um, keep talking because I'm I'm trying to find. I'm pretty sure he said something a couple weeks ago. And
1: because the, and like look, like we said, the story does not have anything about it about it being other students no. or there being other players. But involved. it hits
0: toward it without with just with any... saying.
1: But with only the with including at least. It's that's all they do, but then don't have any sort of thing to back it up. It's very strange. I don't understand it. Um,
0: well, here's what I can tell you. You will die at least once in your life.
1: That's right. That's right. That's like <laughs> at least. But, and you know it's, what it is? It dominates a news cycle. That's what it does. And like, well, like, like I said, compared to what's going on elsewhere in this world. It's just sort of like you can try to put it out there and there's really nothing... Once it's out there, you can't well, sort of undo the. Now somebody says, "Oh yeah, Jay Jacobs was involved in that athletic scandal too." You know, another academic scandal.
0: Yeah, and that's not necessarily the case.
1: Exactly. I just think people will see the headline. No, th- it, I agree, and they'll you. see it on the ticker tonight on on, yeah. on uh, when they're watching the playoffs or whatever is on there tonight. And um, yeah, I mean, there's no kind of resetting it. Yeah, you're and exactly three right. people on the byline, and to, to have that, and to then have they, that they, I don't story. understand. Brandon's doing work. I think he's type, uh, typing. No, no, no. Tool. I'm just
0: looking something up. Um, but yeah, you're you're exactly right. I mean, uh, it's just weird. Okay. I mean, and what's next? That's my question.
1: What's next? Are we three for three in the last three weeks of some sort of um, stuff
0: news? When did basketball happen? I think that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, this
1: week was this, and then. Uh, I'm Was gonna, there a week in between, maybe? I don't remember. I'm going
0: to tell you something. Never mind. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, I uh, As I've said on the radio <laughs> uh, Wednesday night, I had to do two radio shows late, late night uh, in uh but Did you do find bomb this week? I did not get no, bomb
1: this week. did not do Feinbaum.
0: But uh, I did these radio shows, and they're going, man, it's never quiet there. I'm like, yep. It just seems like someone's always got something or wants to report something. And, I mean, listen, I a couple of stronger story. Uh, let's talk about this. The last two ESPN stories have not been very strong.
1: Well, the other one I understand because it was tied to the. Uh, th- look, they but, a, they foiled the stuff and they got it immediately. And then they it probably took them that long to respond. And then, you know, you write up what is in there. And there was some stuff in there um Some. you know it was published what at a nine thirty on a friday that seems strange um so i think that shows that they knew that there wasn't much there but
0: well that um, or they posted it before anybody else could get the documents yeah I and guess. be able to read through them and post them
1: wonder who, who else no i'm no i'm
0: just saying i'm just saying no i'm just
1: saying um yeah, no, but I mean, that one was separate. I th- I, they're different things. This is completely different than that, I think. The other thing was reporting. You're doing your due diligence on what you had previously reported because it was an extension of the original softball story. This, somebody came to them, had something, and then they thought they, I thought it was something, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, what What a day. What a month. What a five years I've been here. <laughs> Uh it, It's just just something every every day it seems like. But this
1: Brandon is still googling furiously. Googling. Uh,
0: I was trying to find something. I don't think I'm going to find it. Fail. Um. I did fail. I guess I won't go to press with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I uh I, I don't know. I it, I was afraid to like talk about this because I figured, hey, I might sound like a Homer, but.
1: You gotta. Do I just I, I don't like criticizing someone else. I, know, don't like the, I don't either. Like that's that was my but other word. At the same time, they did they did something. They tried to sneak in a change that was substantive change without an editor's note, and that's a no no. And I mean I don't think there's anything. Okay, I found it. I don't think there's any sort of debate about that. All
0: right, uh, Mark schleyball September twenty seventh. All right, September twenty
1: seventh of this year. Of this year, one day after truck person was arrested.
0: Yes. Okay. And was probably working on this story at the time. Or if not, whatever. The academic story. Yeah, this something? academic story. Went on Paul Feinbaum and said, I don't know if Bruce Pearl can survive. I don't think Jay Jacobs can. And then this story, he story came out with his violin on it hmm. a couple weeks later. Just saying. Interesting. A lot of people talking. A lot of people who don't want Jay Jacobs around anymore talking. And I've said on this show publicly, the best thing for Auburn right now is if Jay Jacobs steps down because it's getting way too toxic. I mean, you yeah, – not good. Auburn – Auburn people can be their own worst enemy sometimes because while they they think their intentions are good and trying to get Jay Jacobs They're removed, trying to get Jay Jacobs, but they're going to burn down also, the athletic department. Yes, I they're, mean, they're burning everything to the ground. This that, is giving yeah, negative attention to the athletics department completely, but they believe the end game is going to be worth it. And, you know, maybe for them it will, but um, Jay Jacobs certainly isn't the guy that's going to go quietly into that night, not night. Like
1: I said, I think some of this stuff will make him stay even longer.
0: We'll see. I, I think he's done. Um, okay, let's move on. Um, basketball Pro Day was Wednesday. Historic day for the basketball Historic. A, is it an historic or a historic? I don't know. It's, it uh, was a big day.
1: De- huge is what Bruce Pro called it. Compared it. <laughs> what had, did he compare it to? to no, this was an amazing sequence. Oh, so we interviewed him uh, Tuesday, the day before it. And I asked, <laughs> so is, are you going to scrimmage? And the next, he he gave a two and a half minute answer that involved comparing the pro day to when the Big Four accounting firms visit Auburn to interview their accounting students, because the accounting students at Auburn pass their boards ten times ten times. I don't know. I don't know what these things mean. But he was talking about like it was it was amazing. I was very excited about the pro day. This bottom line. And so Pro Day happened today. Uh, 24 NBA teams on hand of 30, 34 scouts total. Um, we have the list. We have the teams up on the site who were not there, just a handful of teams. Yeah, and, uh, call out
0: those teams. <laughs> six teams
1: didn't make it. You know who you are. Um, to watch Auburn uh, practice and not Austin Wiley, which is probably why many of them were there in the first place. But yeah, it a historic. Great. It was,
0: it was historic so what did we learn
1: um what did we learn horace spencer had the best day i thought stand out mm-hmm. uh and i've been saying for the last couple of weeks he's kind of been the standout player for them thus far he's been uh their main center with austin wiley out uh dominated in the scrimmage portion uh had a bunch of offensive rebounds scored eight points uh in the and had slammed in a a dunk with 1.1 seconds left to give his team the lead. Um, Bruce Pearl praises uh, physicality, but it was interesting. I was talking to somebody afterwards, and you know, Horace ha- did really well, but NBA wise, he's in a bad spot just because his size, what he is in college, isn't what he'd be in the pros. Right. And he's not. Uh, he's in between, and those kind of players generally fall through the cracks just because it's hard for a six eight guy that kind of dominates. Uh, in practice to translate to have that you know he's not going to be that kind of player in the nba or even in the sec and so that's what's kind of everybody's worried about hopefully it translates into the season but um mustafa didn't have a great day um jared harper had a pretty good day he's doing a lot of little things and i think the competition with davion's making him better took two charges uh it was funny because stop practice and <laughs> screamed to everybody does that is anybody does Jared the only person on this team with the nuts to take a charge <laughs> and uh that was a pretty good moment um, That's good. Bryce Brown took a charge shortly thereafter to show he does have nuts as well he has nuts um so yeah I mean it was interesting I mean obviously uh players were engaged and i I felt like there was some more pressure in the in the auburn arena just because you know i think the, the players were trying you know not that not that they're not trying during regular practice but there's there you know there's consequences to failure when you're you're practicing yes. in front of like these people that could determine your future um but they i mean there was it, was it was a good uh practice and i thought uh it was interesting to kind of see who stood out and who didn't but like i said Horace spencer has had a good preseason and that continued on uh on wednesday so
0: any update on austin wiley
1: Bruce Pearl just keeps saying. I mean, somebody asked and said two weeks, but he didn't say two more weeks. He said two weeks, which is what he said. Well, the last time we talked to him, I think yeah. it was Friday about it. So, I I didn't add to the add that to to any story or update because it wasn't very clear what he was saying. And I still think it's going to be about two weeks, the time frame. Um, and then they'll reevaluate him anyway um, and see where they're, where he's at. Um, so it's status quo essentially. He's in the boot. Um, then I think teams were disappointed that they didn't get to see him, obviously, because, uh, you know, I know I posted a bunch of pictures because they had their team photo day and people are commenting how much different he looks in a jersey now uh, from a year ago because he's lost some of that baby fat and mm-hmm. kind of sculpted out. So he looks, uh, you know, did size wise. I mean, he looks now like a real big man that can uh, can do some damage. He's
0: Got some good muscles. He's
1: got some good muscles. That's right.
0: Uh, Jay Jacobs was in attendance.
1: That was interesting. So that happened out like just basically what happened was he arrived with one of his uh, people and uh talked to bruce for about five minutes talked to i think was the team chaplain or somebody else some staffer and then uh as i was kind of going back and forth like I'm, I'm gonna go up and ask him you know because we've been trying to get a statement from him about the basketball program too with no luck he checked his phone and then skedaddled and then you know we're, I'm covering the thing and not putting you know. Eventually, I check my phone and see that the story happened. And at the time, I didn't put two and two together, but my thought is that he might have stayed a little longer. He probably uh, got a tip that that story was that, dropping. That, or that, and drops. he left because he whistled over his uh, guy, and they the both ran, Yeah, and they left. They left uh, pretty quickly. So, and he looked. I have a picture of him up. He looks tired. He looked uh, a little beat up, and not to not not I'm not trying to be insulting, but it just looks a little worn down. Um and Jay cuts a good figure. I mean, he's usually smiling and happy guy, uh, you know, around the uh, when he comes to these events um, and, and just looks looks worn down, which I can imagine it'd be. It's probably been a long two weeks since uh, well, he's fighting the original uh, Kevin Skarbinski he's, report on. Yeah, man.com.
0: he's fighting for his job. He's rallying the troops. He's having tent revivals, as yeah. one of his staffers put it, that <laughs> was in a meeting last week.
1: But and and I think you know he goes to basketball practice. But I think Bruce Pearl is one of his supporters. I think Bruce. uh, Well, yeah, he hired him. Um, has said good things about him (laughs) and continues to defend him. So he's going to
0: have to uh, until the bitter end.
1: But I think that's I mean, that's why I showed up I and mean, support the, the this historic day. So historic pro day. Best, what is it? Best best university for the best players. Best, or best players university
0: or best school for the best student athletes. That's right. That,
1: which has a logo now. It has a logo. That's amazing. That
0: that sounds like all those words would fit on a card.
1: Yeah. So so that was pro day. Um, now basketball's on fall break until Sunday. So we'll see where we're at when we regroup. Yeah. And, and, you know, next time we talk to Bruce, we will have to answer the question, what are they going to do about SEC media days? Because that is Wednesday. And they're supposed to bring two players, and we have not talked to a player yet.
0: Oh, that's right. You haven't talked to any players.
1: I would think the SEC will announce that maybe Monday.
0: You know, they could just hold out the players.
1: My thought was they'll, they won't will send anybody. I know, I guess, in the ACC, a couple of schools aren't doing it just because it counts against your hours of, team activities so they said we'll screw it we'll just we're not going to do it i'd imagine there's some sort of penalty internally with sec but just if it's a fine or something you just pay it yeah. and move on um
0: i don't think the players
1: uh, i don't know what you do because you know, why I, why it,
0: put the players out there to face questions the, about that the they'll have to ask a question about Asterise. You know what I mean? two
1: is the two players you bring you're essentially saying they didn't do it because you wouldn't bring the players that did do it Process uh, of elimination. Uh, but, two of these 12. Uh, but honestly, you wouldn't, you, you say that these two didn't do it, and you signal them out, and I don't think you want to do And that. then
0: there's the obvious players you would want to bring, and if you don't bring them.
1: Right. So, I mean, I think, I mean, could he go two way? Could you bring the freshmen and just say these are the future and say something like that? I wouldn't that? bring anybody. Or you bring the two juniors and Bryce and Horace and say like they've been around the longest. I think the obvious answer is you don't bring anybody. But at the same time, that's going to be frustrating because then you're going to have to, you know, it's just. You're, da- you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, essentially, right? I mean, you're going to – it's a story no matter what.
0: What's going to be more interesting to me – well, I mean, it, it depends if they bring players. But also, Bruce Pearl, how long do the the coaches sit there and talk? 30 minutes at a table, something like that?
1: There's Yeah, well, they have a whole day, so they'll do ESPN interviews. Yeah. They'll do SEC network interviews. But with and, reporters, like, and sitting then, around. Yeah, there. I think half hour, hour at the table. Uh,
0: he's going to be asked over and over and over and over Does and over and over again snap? about the FBI. Does yeah. he snap? Or does he not say, snap and flip a table? But but does but he, but he actually get yeah, great character and, and, yeah. and actually say something about it?
1: Or give you a give you show some emotion that it's it's frustrating, you know? Because right now he's trying to maintain this. I'm playing. who I god, it's he's all good. It's frustrated something. like hell. And uh, you know that can't be how you feel. Um, and then the other thing is, is now you have the opportunity to ask every SEC coach what they think about this, and <sighs> and that's going to be a whole thing too. Well.
0: What a time to be alive.
1: So that's Wednesday. So that'll be a fun day for Auburn basketball. Which yeah. was, and, and actually, it was supposed to be a fun day for Auburn basketball. Yeah, because, hey, um, this is a good team. Because, hey, this is a good team. And, hey, we're going to bring our top, you know, top guys. And, hey, this is going to be exciting. <laughs> and now you really have nothing exciting to talk. Because, you know, he's going to want us to talk about basketball. But, I mean, look, these national reporters who don't have to answer to Get him every cry. day um, – you know they can come in there and be like look i don't care what you want to talk about and they don't have to suffer the repercussions of you know we can try it lightly you have to have a light touch sometimes when you're around the program every day um, but i don't think they're going to come in there with any sort of qualms about being like i don't care that you've got dan jell playing the three like what well, you know it's like i don't care that uh you know you're moving you know anthony and horace to center or whatever you know whatever the heck it's, it's you just put me to sleep <laughs> i'm kidding
0: all right let's talk football finally <laughs> 33 minutes into the podcast we're gonna talk football well
1: we talked football it was their sort academic of. scandal that says
0: <laughs> oh my gosh all right football. academic fraud academic fraud uh big headline let's go 120 point on this uh football auburn travels lsu this week uh everybody i keep talking to down louisiana Thinks Auburn's going to clobber. Did you do LSU. two radio programs today? I did two tonight. I'm doing one tomorrow. But no, fine, bum. And then, who knows? Still the rest of the week. Guess to go. We'll just find out. I probably not, though, because I'm guessing they'll want to talk to their ESPN guys who did the ESPN academic story. Because um, if I went on there, I'd probably say things that ESPN doesn't want on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a pretty weak report. <laughs> it's like, we're bringing Mark Schleyball on the air right now with you to, to tussle. Um,
1: You had a dream about fighting. Is that who you're going to fight? Maybe that's what it is. I did have a dream about fighting. I had a
0: dream. Everybody, I had a dream uh, that I trained for a boxing match. I was still chubby, but I was built. You know, I look like I look like dad bod, but like a dad bod from like the late 80s. Hairy, hairy chest, little flabby. But, you know, looks like I've been doing some lawn work, you know, picking up rocks and stuff. Anyway, so I was, tra-
1: <laughs> I was tra- Shawshank Redemption yeah. lifting the rocks yeah. back and forth. That's
0: right. I was training for a boxing match, and I went to the the uh, behind the scenes area for the boxing match to prepare. And I got punched in the eye by someone. So you're
1: saying Mark Mark Schlitt is going to punch you in the <laughs> eye at LSU? Maybe because maybe he'll be there and he'll just catch you with so one. So
0: I got punched in the eye when I went back there to get my gloves taped on, and I couldn't fight because my eye was starting to get all ballooned up. And then something else happened in the tree, which I told Mike about. Where uh, uh, wasn't a, That was the worst part of it. But yeah, so maybe so are gonna What's fight. my What's my brain trying to tell me?
1: You're gonna get in a fight with Marshall. Lynch. Yeah, that's no, so. not it. Yeah, that's it.
0: Um, uh, just we just got to do our job. Um, but anyway, Auburn your job. Auburn goes to LSU. LSU folks down there don't have a lot of confidence in LSU being able to pull off the upset. Believe it or not, an upset at LSU with Auburn. Auburn's favored by what? 7 points right now. They're favored by a touchdown. Um we made our predictions. Did we? We made predictions, yeah. Where? On the website we work for. Not yet for the morning. At this moment, yeah, but by the time people probably listen to this, yeah. That's
1: true. When you when you're listening,
0: do you have a sense of time? <laughs> Yeah. No. Do you think this is going live? Well, I right did. Now?
1: No. Somebody, I post. I posted basketball updates for Wednesday on Tuesday, and somebody asked, "Are you updating practice in the future?" And I have no idea what day it
0: is. And then you slowly crept back into your wormhole. You know that I stealth edited the story. So.
1: <laughs> Although there does say edited, so.
0: No stealth editing at Auburn Undercover.
1: Only when you screw up the dates. only
0: when you screw up the dates. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I did screw up a date this mm-hmm. week. I said Auburn played Arkansas October fourteenth, and it's actually October twenty first. Fourteenth mm. this week, and I changed the headline.
1: Hopefully, your flight is on the correct day. Oh no,
0: <laughs> I'm flying to Arkansas on Halloween, the thirty first. Actually, um, so anyway, we made our predictions. I got Auburn winning.
1: Yeah, I, I get Auburn. Get Auburn winning. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game though.
0: I do too, uh, and I, I think Auburn, which has played pretty clean football on offense, I think they'll they'll, they'll come in a turnover or two. Down there in the bayou. Excellent. Um, It's going to be hot as heck down there. Is it going to be hot? 90-plus degrees, 2.30 in the afternoon, hottest part of the day, sunny, no clouds in the sky. And that field, when it's hot, it is. You all know this. It's muggy down there on the field, and it's hot, and it's just awful. Um, So, that'll be interesting. Number two thing for me that could hurt Auburn, it's not offensive line. Right, is Mike Corton going to be back? Because if he's not back, Prince Teg is going to, have to start. And there I'm was no
1: update because wasn't the, there was some sab- no, yeah, sab- a, staff sabotage was a on the NCC call, uh, yeah, conference call. Well, they
0: made sure to add the email. We'll uh, we'll let you know if we reschedule for another day. They're going to reschedule yeah, next Wednesday. You're, you're not gonna, you're not doing that this week. There's no way coaches would like protest.
1: So the only update we'll get is on Tiger Talk, your favorite day at the time of the week.
0: Well, we'll make that decision Saturday at two thirty eight p.m. <laughs> I love when Gus goes, we'll know more after Tuesday. We'll know more after Thursday. We'll know more uh, Friday when we meet as a staff. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I don't talk to the media Friday. So, woohoo. <laughs> uh, you know, Gus was on a SEC Film Room tonight, uh, breaking down tape of the Ole Miss game. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing I took away from it was that Gus Malzon needs to shave better. He cut his chin, and he had a big gash on his chin. While he was sitting there talking.
1: Well, how do you know it was shaving?
0: Well, do you think like a pimp came up to him and like stuck him?
1: I mean, doesn't like, it doesn't have to be a pimp.
0: <laughs> Is that what pimps do?
1: Well, I don't know. They I mean, shank you? It took a dark turn. You're, I was just immediately thinking of. You have a dark of, imagination. I,
0: well, I just, whenever I see someone cut, I always think of Pimp Bot from uh, the old Conan O'Brien episodes in the mid-90s.
1: No, I just mean like, yeah, it could have been cut by something. I'll cut you, sucker. Could have headbutted somebody.
0: With his chin?
1: Or been headbutted by somebody? Yeah, there
0: maybe. Maybe.
1: Chip Lindsay. <laughs> Allegedly.
0: He he was giving Chip Lindsay a lot of props on the show. He's like yeah, Chip this, this, Chip likes to call this and blah blah. Talk a lot about them going under center. He goes, "Yeah, Chip likes to do that a lot, you know, we do that." And by the way, their sugar huddle, they call it fire alarm.
1: Cuz it's <laughs> a dumpster fire.
0: <laughs> it's not a dumpster fire. It's been working lately. Yeah. They do a lot of quick tosses little out of there. Yeah. carry like on Johnson, not Chandler Cox.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Actually got some
0: good gains out of it against Ole Miss.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so what are you expecting this week, this Friday or Saturday? Saturday's the game.
1: No cigars, unfortunately. So that's really not going to be very fun.
0: I got a story coming Thursday with Tommy Tarville. Nothing huge, but he says he doesn't believe in the cigar curse. But he kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what he said.
0: <laughs> and he was like, you know what? He goes, I wish I could be at the game, because he said if he was at the game, he'd bring two cigars, one for himself and one for uh, Gus Malzahn. And you know what else he said? I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. He goes, and I'd put my cigar out right there on the field. Nice. And I'd rub it in. Amazing. (laughs) You got to love Tommy Tuberville, but he's going to be in Knoxville this weekend instead calling the uh, South Carolina-Tennessee game. Hmm. Another thing I didn't know about Tommy Tuberville, uh, he's not working for ESPN. He's actually contracted with ABC. Interesting. So he's not doing – he can't do any games, like, for some reason on the SEC network. Some, Was that even have... though it's the same company. But no, because not... you
1: wouldn't avoid Auburn because you can still do it for right. ESPN. Right. But, know.
0: but, so but. Inside, inside intel on here, you might see Tommy Tuberville calling the Auburn A&M game, depending on how that works out.
1: There's so. a story that you can uh... – there you go. There's a story. Not
0: really, because he doesn't know. He just thinks that, that that's a possibility. No, no, no. Yeah. If
1: he calls that game, that'd be a story. Oh, it'd be great. Yeah. be great.
0: But anyway, so... <laughs> is your brain fried? Totally. Let's talk about that. Let's get into the slack of a journalist with all this crap going on. I know that there are other... Rep- well, reporter on this beat that is ripping his hair out right now. How's your hair?
1: Kidding. yeah
0: um yeah you can relate i don't i, I uh, hate my life <laughs> i don't have hair uh I, i'll tell you what though every year man something like this happens
1: this has been this has been pretty unique i don't know Back to back to back and all the, all the different it's, programs um, kind
0: of I with. mean listen, uh we're just talking hu- like humans here we're not talking about like the credibility of all of all of the things that are happening and how serious the softball allegations were, obviously, but it just doesn't seem like Auburn can have nice things at all times.
1: Well, then it's you know really the only thing holding the 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 dam back that you know the tide back is the fact that the football don't team, say tied. the, the tide the tide back, <laughs> literally the tide back. I mean the football team's winning. If the football team wasn't isn't well, wasn't winning, some people will argue, holy cow.
0: Yeah, you know some people will argue with you that Auburn must be really good at football because all these stories keep happening. That's what people uh, say,
1: but I um, say. I mean, don't you think if the football team was lo- if the football team was had two losses, right? Oh, be,
0: uh, yeah, the turmoil. It could be turmoil Sunday morning. If they lose to LSU. Favored by eight points or seven points. If point they lose eight? at LSU, Mike. Troy. A team out of Troy, Alabama beat LSU at LSU. Troy, by the way, lost to South Alabama. Possibly the worst. When did I saw Sunday.
1: that? Did you post that graphic? And ESPN did the thing where yes, you record. You when did UAB beat LSU at LSU? Uh, uh
0: I think it was two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, I, that I was I recall, a long time ago. Uh, I think. Let me. I'll go back and look, but I think it's the early two thousands. Okay. If I recall, if I thought. Oh, because that was during
1: the streak, so it was real early. Uh, right, right, it's real early. That,
0: okay. Um, yeah, but I think that was, um, yeah. Yeah, UAB two thousand. 2000. Right, I knew it. I remember that game. Um, because they kicked a field, yep, twenty nine yard field goal game winner to win it. Hmm. Um, yeah, two thousand. Uh, the year before, Mr. Nick Saban.
1: That was the year before. Okay, I that think, makes
0: sense. You know what? I'm sorry, Nick Sab. That was Nick Saban's first year. They lost was UAB. It? Uh, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so. LSU had that 49-game non-conference winning streak at home. Mm-hmm. All right, the last loss was UAB. Nick Saban oh, was the coach. Oh, and Troy. And Troy was the next. Was wow. Two teams from the state of Alabama. Um, that's crazy. That's really crazy if you think about it.
1: And all within Auburn's streak of their loss uh, Yeah.
0: So, Auburn, among the four Division one teams that have played LSU at LSU since 2000, Auburn's the only one that's not won a game there, and Auburn's 0-8. Uh, uh, Alabama century. teams. All the Alabama yeah, yeah, teams, yeah, excuse yeah. me. That are Division I. That's um, crazy. It's weird. I mean, it's crazy. Like, the even I mean, the great Auburn teams that have gone down there, they've lost. Um, I mean, the 2013 team obviously did. I think if they played that did game. Did you cover
1: that? That was their first trip. 13 was my first season. So, yeah. that game?
0: That game was, uh, I mean, uh, you know, it was just raining and bad. Fumble happened. Auburn was driving down the field. Cameron Artis Payne, I think, fumbled. LSU took it, scored.
1: Was that the third week of the season, too, again, yeah, or something like that? Yeah, it was that? very early. Yeah.
0: Auburn was still forming things, and the turning point for them was at halftime. The players said, we've had enough of this crap of us always getting our butts kicked. And they went out there and stormed back and uh, had a chance. They had an onside kick uh, to try and maybe get a last possession. But uh, that turned the corner for them. They started scoring a lot of points after that. They figured things out offensively in the second half of that game. Anyway, but – you know, you think back to the Auburn LSU history. You think of defense, mm-hmm. really. Uh, defense dominated this series in the Tupperfield years, um, and during the Nick Saban and later the Les Miles years. Now with that order on there, LSU doesn't have an identity offensively. Their defense just seems a bit slow and a bit soft up front, as I've said. Auburn should win this game, but uh, things can get in your head. You know what I mean? Well, just strange
1: road. things happened early. Something strange happened early in the, the game. It gets in your head. Yeah, and, uh, yeah you could fumble
0: the ball early, and LSU scoops and scores. Just like listen, Jared Sinham fumbled, and that should have been a scoop and score for Mississippi State. Well, until but they blew the whistle,
1: until I covered that LSU game in 2015, I'd never seen a pass go backwards out of somebody's hand before. Well, straight Jeremy Johnson
0: did special things here.
1: <laughs> that was that was insane, and I'd never seen a running back literally kick somebody down on the ground and then step over them, just like literally. in one like, motion. Yeah, it like Blake Countess, <laughs> like it was like a, ty- like tire tracks across Blake Countess, and yeah. then, that game was something else. Just some I'll say something this: I, like I'm
0: it. pretty sure. Auburn's defense is going to be pumped as hell for this game. Yeah. Don't you? One, because there's a few players from that 2015 team. Even though
1: Dontavious Russell thinks that well, that's nah, a stupid well, question. Yeah, I know, I know.
0: And then Kevin Steele's your defensive coordinator. Yeah, that's true. And he was at LSU. You don't think they're going to be – Yeah, would have uh, been nice to
1: talk to him this week, wouldn't it have been? I know,
0: would have been nice. would have been nice. But uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting game. I still think Auburn's going to win, but uh, you just don't know down there, man. And if If they lose, lose, if they lose, yeah, here we go. If they lose, Uh,
1: Sunday, that's going to be fun, huh?
0: Well, uh, for what (laughs) exactly?
1: The mood and the. Do you uh, think
0: we'll be able to talk to anybody?
1: (laughs) Do you think we talk to anybody on Sunday if they lose? Yeah. Just the captains again. It'll
0: be a captain or something. Uh, Daniel Carlson. Daniel Carlson, who kicked three field goals in the 27 9 loss or something.
1: Send out Jonathan Wallace.
0: Send out Jonathan Wallace. Send out Jonathan Wallace to like discuss a player being suspended or something. Um, but I don't see it happening. Auburn's going to win that game. They should win the game. If they don't win the game, if I'm an Auburn fan, I'd be very
1: disappointed. Do you think if they? Do you think that the LSU players love cigars?
0: No, they don't.
1: Care. Have, has any LSU players had cigars since 2001? But no, I mean, since that, since the. the I don't think so. No. That's no, don't no, no, no.
0: Not that I recall, but 2001, they made sure to bring cigars. Fans brought cigars too. They storm, some of them stormed the field yeah. and had cigars and celebrating with players with cigars. So it
1: was 99. So yeah, I guess you wait because you do it on the 20th anniversary. Bring out cigars if you can get there. Maybe right because it, it would line up that way, right? Yeah. Because it's seven, so you play them again 19. Yeah. So you win this one, I think. It would time. have been
0: fun though, even though it doesn't really match up with like a anniversary, anniversary or something. Day. If LSU honored the 2001 SEC uh, West Division champions or whatever. Oh, you do that, that. That beat Auburn and smoked cigars and have them at halftime at this game.
1: No, you do that in two years, I think, you if could, you keep yeah. the streak going. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd stick, be interesting. Stick it in their yeah. crawl.
0: Stick it in the crawl. Uh, but uh, I would love to see Tommy Tuberville, like, handing Gus on a cigar and Gus going, what
1: the hell is this <laughs> What do I Malzahn do this? Smirk? What do you, what?
0: And then Gus starts smoking it, and then he loves cigars, and he gets hooked. And He comes, <laughs> he comes to every press conference chewing on a cigar. That would be different. That would be great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Every man has to have advice. Um, I'd say we go to listener questions, but Do the we ones not... we got were things we... Uh,
1: no, no listener questions?
0: I mean, the ones we got were, like, one was like, <laughs> here's one question. We're not answering this. If I have ESPN hit pieces on Auburn misconduct in one hand and crap in the other, which one fills <laughs> up first? Uh, Jared, I'll go ahead and answer this. Jared, uh, you should not have crap in your hand.
1: Yeah, why are you holding a pile of poop? <laughs> don't and whose poop is it? And
0: whose poop? Is it yeah, your poop? Is, is, it is it your poop? Your neighbor's poop? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's. Uh... Oh man, it's been a weird fall. We're we're just now at the halfway point of the season. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about that's happening in the world? We're not talking about that one thing in entertainment going on right now. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Talking uh, about that. anything else?
1: No, I got nothing, man. This just uh, should be fun trip. Uh, down to Baton Rouge.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good job trying to act like you know how to say that. I have no idea. You know what I'm a Northerner. You know what Baton Rouge means, right? No. Red stick. Red stick? Red stick.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. Like a stick that's red.
1: Cool. <laughs> Why are their colors purple I'll and yellow? File that away. That it's ain't never, make sense. Never be used
0: again. Well, I'm just happy I haven't seen many corn dog jokes this week on the message board. That's an improvement. <laughs> but there will be a lot of corn dog questions or, uh, jokes if Auburn beats LSU this week so thanks for listening to the podcast presented by we have dot com I'm Brandon Marcello he's Michael Nisalik we'll see you down in Baton Rouge to see if the good times roll for Auburn and the Cajuns, Cajun <laughs> Cajun
1: Cajun State. State were you going to say Cajun I don't know State the,
0: the, in the uh, French quarter even though it's not in Baton Rouge <clears throat> and look for Michael uh, on the streets of New Orleans
1: allegedly
0: allegedly okay well have fun michael <laughs> i'll be sitting in my hotel room just sitting there, there at the just, wall
1: you're going to be sitting in your hotel room sitting sounds yeah, like a that's, fun fun that's night That's what
0: i did in uh, st louis before the Mizzou game and do you get the I flew in, Do you get I the room service and, and just put there. the do you I put it on service.
1: your do you put it on your lap and then just fall asleep with no, it I don't
0: do that <laughs> although i did do that today with my computer Oh, nice. I have the little tray that I sit on the couch with sometimes. I was sitting there, and I fell asleep. My wife was at the eye doctor, and she came back home and was like, are you asleep? I went,
1: uh, uh. uh." Why do you have no pants on?
0: (laughs) I was wearing pants. I
1: was wearing pants. I was wearing pants. I was wearing
0: pants. I just fell asleep. That's the worst thing, falling asleep while you're working. tells you how lazy I am, right? Does. That or maybe I should start going to bed before 4:30 at night. Yes. Or in the morning. Which is it?
1: Are we still recording? We're still <laughs> recording.
0: I'm sorry everybody. Do you have to keep hearing this and listening? Uh we'll be in New, or- New Orleans. <laughs> See, here we go. We'll be in Baton Rouge. Mike will be in New Orleans. Uh
1: allegedly.
0: Um hopefully he uh makes it through the night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that <laughs> is that some sort of threat? was that? A, <laughs> no, we I'm have it saying. on tape now. so I'm everybody knows if something bad happens.
0: New Orleans will get guess, you, man. I guess we know who did it. I've never gone. New Orleans to,
1: did. Now that's some inside baseball. Last time, at Sugar Bowl. I wasn't working for twenty four seven. Man, did not enjoy his trip to New Orleans. He came down with some sort of death uh, I was plague.
0: Sick as hell. Uh, there was one day I could not talk, and
1: it was it was. He looked progressively worse as the days went by and not because he was having and enjoying himself but because he literally and then he went to a doctor and the doctor's just like I'm going to give you a shot and he didn't ask him what was in the shot which I thought was <laughs> shocking I'm like well what happened what did you get he's like I don't know he gave me a shot I was like what was in the shot what was the shot he's like I don't know I didn't ask
0: yeah that so. was bad I didn't get to have At fun. A, in a
1: clinic in New Orleans. He just goes and gets a shot. I literally good idea. I found That's an Uber.
0: Idea. I got an Uber and said, take me to a walk in clinic. That's... <laughs> and I walked in. The guy's like, I'm gonna give you a shot in the butt. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> and I made a joke. I made some jokes while I was doing it. <laughs>
1: this is how every Friday night is for Brandon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I got the shot. I felt worse that afternoon while working and then uh, fell asleep and woke up the next day feeling a little bit better. So that was good. That was so
1: he's gonna go back to that doctor and get that shot on Saturday <laughs> morning and be ready for the game.
0: Well, I'll be ready no matter what because I'll be sitting in my hotel room. You'll be on Bourbon Street. You'll be and- he'll
1: have like a sleeping with a burger on your chest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here's the thing though. Is it possible to go to Bourbon Street and not be there till at least four in the morning? Can you leave earlier than four in the morning? Is that humanly possible for anybody on Bourbon Street?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it's possible. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Just gotta have a little self control, man. That's all.
0: I don't, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never, I've left never Bourbon had control. <laughs> I've never left Bourbon Street earlier than four a.m. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you, did, do you even see Bourbon Street where you were in there for the Sugar Bowl? Did you pass it in your Uber? Where was the? Uh, oh, that the, the media, media, party. media night. That, that wasn't Bourbon, on yeah. Bourbon, was it? Yeah, it was. It
0: was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that night we went to the media party, and, and I just, I just stood on the balcony all night throwing beads at people. That was fun. And it was raining. Yes. Uh, but there's still people out.
1: Are we still recording? We're still recording.
0: Oh, I did a Periscope on there, live from there. Hopefully on the, no one showed themselves on the, Bates, themselves okay. on the uh, Periscope. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll be in Baton Rouge. First of three straight road games for Auburn. Critical stretch of the season here. Got to win these games to stay in the SEC hunt and make Gus Malzahn's cushion on his seat a little bit comfier rather than hotter. That'll do it until something else breaks. <laughs> I'm Brandon Marcel. He's been Michael like.